Have legal questions that need answering? Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Emmanuel Shepherd and Condon. Message us with topics you would be interested in hearing on future episodes of Legally Speaking. Welcome to Legally Speaking. Today we're going to be talking about automobile insurance in Florida. My name is Melissa Dandridge and sitting with me is attorney Shane Rowe. Shane, why don't you start off by telling us a little bit about your practice? Thanks, Melissa. Yeah, I've um, been with the firm now 22 years um, and relevant to today's topic, I do practice in litigation and a good chunk of that litigation practice is involved with representing folks that have been injured with uh, or in automobile accidents, as well as other things. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, with me, I've got a declaration page um, of, an, of an insurance policy. And, you know, I'm sure, just like many others, there's a lot of information on here that I'm not quite exactly sure what means. Um, and I don't necessarily know, does that give me the coverage I need or, you know, if there's certain areas of things that I should be particularly, um, you know, interested in making sure that I'm covered um, if something were to happen to myself or if I was to um, be, you know, if I were to cause an accident. So sure. um, um, let's walk through this uh, policy and just kind of go over the basics um, and how they're different. So well, it, yeah, I'll just start with kind of an intro uh, Florida, first of all, is is kind of an odd state when it comes to automobile insurance. We have what's called no-fault laws, meaning that you're required to get coverage. It's called the PIP or the no-fault insurance to cover yourself up front. There's only a few states in the country that, that have this, so I start with a preface on that, that it Florida creates some unique things when it comes to automobile insurance. Mm-hmm. When we were talking about how best to approach the topic, um, we felt like for our listeners, you know, auto insurance is certainly not a, you know, a the type of topic that you would have over a dinner table. Mm-hmm. It's not the most exciting thing in the world, but I will say in years of representing folks uh, in these situations, um, almost not so every case, but a lot of the cases, they are regretful mm-hmm. that they didn't know a little bit more about what their coverages were and how they might protect themselves better. So for our listeners tuning in, just because you hear auto insurance, don't, you know, don't hit stop. Um, We got a Florida declaration of coverage, a sample in front of us. So anyone listening can pull this up online, get it for your agent or from your agent. We can go through each. We're going to go through each coverage. We're going to talk about what it's about. We're going to talk about some practical examples of when you would need this coverage. So um, if you're tuning in, hit pause and try to find your declaration page of coverage. It usually is a couple pages into your policy. It has your coverages, your deductibles, and what you pay, usually on a six-month basis. That's the easiest way to follow along. But I mentioned earlier, minimal coverage, first of all, let's cover that. When a driver owns a car in Florida and goes to register it, the only coverages they're required to get by law are the PIP no-fault that I had mentioned, 10000 and the property damage liability, which is also the minimal 10000 So a lot of drivers are in Florida only carrying that much coverage, and that's important to the context of some of the other coverages we're going to talk about. So right. just start with that. That's the minimal coverage you have to have a lot of people just to have the minimum. So keep that in mind as we go through the other coverages. Mm-hmm. Okay. So let's start. We'll just go down the list. Um, so bodily bodily injury liability 
um, for each person and each occurrence. Um, can you explain, you know, the limits, deductibles, you know, on how? Sure. what Usually on bodily injury, not a deductible. Okay. This is what we call a, I like to refer to as a third party coverage. Uh, this is coverage that you would purchase that would protect you if you or someone driving your car hit someone else mm -hmm. and cause them to suffer medical bills, medical charges, pain and suffering, lost time from work. This is the coverage that takes care of you and your family or anyone driving your car if they were to have an accident and hurt someone, okay? This is not, again, a required coverage in Florida. You know, we think that anyone looking at their risk, if they can afford it, should get this coverage for obvious reasons. If you or someone driving your car hits someone and you don't have bodily injury coverage, then you can be personally responsible out of your own pocket and your income to take care of someone else. So this is the type of coverage that would come into play to protect you and your assets. Mm -hmm. um, typically, when you buy this coverage, uh, if you're on a declaration page, this is usually the first one listed is bodily injury liability. The limits, whether it's 10 or 250 or 500, it's usually a split limit policy. We'll talk about that in some other contexts, but basically, if you see 1020, that means it provides 10,000 per person that you or someone driving your car may hurt, or 20 total if there was multiple people in that other vehicle. Okay. So the total is 20,000, but there has to be more than one person that can uh, make a claim against you for that coverage. Um, important to remember here, Florida law is a little different than our surrounding states in that the owner of the vehicle is primarily responsible for the damages to someone else. So, Melissa, if you were driving my car and you hit someone, not that you would, okay, <laughs> but if you did, of course not. my coverage, my bodily injury coverage would be primary. You would think that because you ran a stop sign or whatever you would not do, uh, that you would be responsible, but it's actually on me, okay, which is another reason that you want this coverage. Now, you may let someone borrow your car, I don't know about you, but I've let people borrow my car, and I don't ask them what coverages they have. Mm -hmm. uh, theirs would be secondary to mine. The owner is responsible up front. So that's important to remember that when you purchase and look to get the bodily injury coverage. So to summarize, this is the coverage that protects you, someone that you let drive your car on behalf of you, or your family members, okay, if they were to, you know, lose concentration and hit someone and cause any type of medical charges, wage loss, pain and suffering, stuff of that nature. So, and okay. it's the most important in some ways because it protects your personal assets. So okay. you don't get sued and have to pay out of your own pocket if this happens. Gotcha. Okay. So that's bodily injury liability. Correct. Okay. All right. So let's talk about property damage liability. So in the event that property. Yeah, again, yeah this is similar to bodily injury and uh, other than it, it, it creates coverage for any damaged property, okay? Right. Typically, that's the other car. So this is, again, a required coverage, but typically only $10,000. So when someone goes to buy insurance and you, you're going to have to buy some property damage liability, but many will opt for more than $10,000. let us face it, there's a lot of cars out there driving around that are worth more than $10,000. So again, to protect your personal assets, to protect yourself and your family, 
you know, purchase what you can afford here and understand that if you were to hit another vehicle and total it, that claim could be made against you personally as the vehicle owner, okay? okay? Now, this stuff, bodily injury and property damage, to be clear, does follow you to other cars. So if, back to my example, if you were driving my car, my insurance would be primary, yours would be secondary. Okay. But let's say that you were driving someone's car that doesn't have this. Well, then you'd want to have it for yourself right. also. So property damage liability, although we don't see it a lot, it covers more than other, the other vehicle. Someone can take out a fence, you know, a tree, a house, we've seen those examples here okay. in Pensacola. You take out a utility pole, you're going to be owing more than $10,000 to Southern Company right. or Florida Power and Light now. Yeah. So um, these are examples which you don't really think about that you will uh, have liability above and beyond the vehicle. Take out a fence. You know, we've, we've seen cases where home uh, cars have crashed into homes. Absolutely. You know? yeah. So... You know, what you can afford, you want to try to get, and that's the background on what you're trying to protect yourself. Okay. All right. So then the next one is personal injury protection. Okay. Again, that's that uh, no-fault coverage that I mentioned at the open. This is required by Florida law. You know, you have to have $10,000 of we call PIP or no-fault coverage. You're usually listed second or third on your declarations if you're following along at home. Uh, it's probably going to have 10000 next to it or maybe no limit because it's presumed to be 10000 This is going to cover a few important things. If you are injured in an accident or have to go to the hospital, you, you use your PIP insurance first. That doesn't matter whether you hit a pole or someone hits you. This is the coverage that you give to the hospital, mm -hmm. to your doctor, to bill under auto. It's primary. It's only $10,000. It's been that way for quite some time, and I'm talking like 40 years. Um, so it doesn't go very far. It's going to cover medical bills typically at 80%. Okay. Missed time from work at 60%. Okay. Uh, it will cover things such as mileage to and from the doctor and also pick up what's called replacement services. If the doctor says, hey, you've been hurt, I don't want you mowing the yard or doing house chores, you have to hire someone, it can take care of some stuff like that too. So it is coverage for you, your family members, and other people in your car. Okay. okay? This is required. It's $10,000. We'll typically tell folks... If you don't have a backup plan with health insurance or something like that, you might want to purchase a lower deductible here. This is, a, this is what we call first-party coverage. It's for you as the policyholder. You can then elect different deductibles for these, okay? okay? So no deductibles best. If you have some health insurance, some people opt for a small deductible. Uh, you can purchase optionally what's called medical payments coverage. It's not on the declaration we're looking at. Uh, especially if you don't have health insurance, med pay coverage. When I mentioned 80% of your medicals are covered by PIP, med pay comes in and pays the other 20%. Okay. okay. So that way, if you were, let's say, hit by someone or doesn't have any insurance or you are at fault in an accident and hurt, if you have the PIP and optional medical payments coverage, you can go to the doctor and have 100%. Covered. Up to a certain level covered, and okay. you can purchase different amounts of medical payments coverage also. Okay. All right. Um, so then the next item is uninsured motorist stacked. Um, what What is that? Yeah, it's stacked on the declaration, and I'll get okay. to that. Uninsured motorist coverage is, is just what the name says. And this, okay. is, this is probably one of the more misunderstood coverages in Florida when I talk to clients. They think they have full coverage. I can't tell you how many times I've asked, hey, what coverage do you have when they call up? And they say, I got full coverage, okay? 
Because a lot of times when you lease a car or have other, you know, responsibilities financially, the banks want to make sure you have full collision or right. coverage for your vehicle. They're not so interested or worrying about coveraging, coveraging you. you as a person for your own interest. Uninsured motorist is kind of exactly what it says. What if you're hit by a driver or the owner of another car that has no bodily injury? And context is important here. We mentioned earlier, bodily injury is not required coverage. So there are many people driving right now on our roads locally that do not have any bodily injury coverage. If that is the case and they hit you and you are hurt or have medical bills, other than PIP, which will come up for that first 10000 that's not a lot. You know, an ER bill can eat that pretty quick, is you want to have the uninsured motorist coverage. You can turn to that, and it essentially stands in the place of the uninsured driver. Okay. okay. Or an underinsured driver. Let's say that you have $30,000 of medical bills and $10,000 in lost wages or $40,000 of, uh, you know, hard losses, we'll call it. Obviously, you've probably got some pain and suffering and other things that, that the attorney representing you or you yourself would argue for. And let's say the defendant only had $20,000 of bodily injury, okay? Mm -hmm. Well, it's not enough. So you want to get the 20, get permission to accept that, and then turn to your uninsured motorist coverage, and they will stand in the shoes of the underinsured or uninsured driver, okay? okay. Now, the stacked versions on this declaration, that's another misunderstood coverage, we always tell folks, if you have multiple vehicles in the house, you want stackable uninsured motorists. I'll give you an example. Okay. Let's say that you buy your policy and have $50,000 of uninsured motorists, mm -hmm. but you have three vehicles in the house, okay? If you elect stackable coverage, you now have $150,000 okay. per person. So it can, you know, how many vehicles you have, two, three, four, it can triple, you know, double, quadruple your uninsured motorist, and we find that the stackable coverage isn't isn't economically terrible, okay? okay. It, it, some of these other things, they get expensive. Electing stacked versus non-stacked is, is typically, I'm not going to say all situations, but typically not a really expensive endeavor. So if you can, elect the stackable coverage with uninsured motorists. It will double, triple, quadruple, depending on how many vehicles you have. Mm -hmm. The protections that you have there. So uninsured motorists, real important coverage. If you're listening and you look at your declaration and you see rejected next to your uninsured motorist or UIMUM, call your agent and talk to them about that because um, this isn't a coverage that gets pushed a lot by agents um, and insurance companies. Let's face it, insurance companies like to know their risk. Mm -hmm. uh, when they look at you and run your background, they can kind of in a you know, some kind of formula, they think, assess the risk of you as a driver, you know, bodily injury coverage, what, what, what are the chances of you hitting someone, stuff like that. But uninsured motorist coverage is a risk that is hard to quantify right. because it can be anyone that happens to cross your path, okay? Right. So it's not a coverage that we see insurance companies pushing a lot, uh, and it's one, of the, it's one of the main coverages that I hear I didn't know that. I didn't know I could have that. The, the, I wish the, I would have known. Yeah, the mindset is, hey, you know, I'm covered, you know, if I hit someone, so we're good. Because if somebody hits me, they're going to have coverage. I'll get them to pay for it. But back to our example, got plenty of folks driving with no bodily injury, and I have people call me all the time, and they're like, well, let's just get after them. 
I was like, look, it's not that simple. You got to file a lawsuit. You got to pay your lawyer. And some folks, it's very hard to get a judgment against in Florida. And you may be chasing bad money. So this is where uninsured motorist is, is a real important coverage. Okay. Good to know. Um, let's see. Comprehensive. Yeah, comprehensive. You'll see on your declaration, comprehensive collision. Sometimes they're usually right next to each other. Um, comprehensive. Um, look, this is kind of like, I call it vandalism coverage. You know, okay. if you're park your car, you know, in Pensacola and you come back and you got a big dent on the front, someone heaved a bottle or, you know, um, vandalized your vehicle, keyed your car, painted your car, who knows what. Opened their door into you. Well, that could be, you know, if you knew who it was, that could be covered under their property damage liability, anything with an auto. But let's think non-auto related types of damage, um, you know, could be expensive, especially if it's a paint job. So comprehensive is the type of coverage you want to have. It's it's a rare coverage I see utilized, but uh, when someone gets their car keyed. I've seen that, you know, somebody had something painted on the side of their, you know, that, that's yeah. expensive and, and comprehensive typically is where you're going to turn. Okay. The collision, another optional coverage, just like comprehensive, um, collision is kind of like uninsured motorist, but it's about your car. Okay. okay. Um, you know, typically have deductibles there. Most people carry 500 on collision comprehensive. Uh, again, this is the type of coverage with collision that if you get hit by someone, who doesn't have insurance at all, which unfortunately we find that too, no no coverage on the other end. Or let's say you got a $20,000 vehicle, like I mentioned, and you get hit by somebody who has a $10,000 property damage liability policy, which was, you know, this, the second coverage we went over today, mm-hmm. then you need protection for yourself, okay, to make sure that your vehicle is going to be fully covered, okay? So when you get collision, obviously you're going to get collision and it's going to be, um, you know, imputed the value of your vehicle. Okay? okay. So that's why you have that. And hopefully if you have damage to your vehicle, the person that hits you is able to pay it. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't have to worry about using it. Collision also will take care of you if, you know, you wreck your own car. You know, if, if, if you or a friend or a family member, you know, hit a pole or a stop sign or something like that, collision is the type of coverage that comes in minus your deductible to take care of the damage. So okay. it protects you for any damage to your vehicle, regardless of whether you're at fault or someone hits you. Okay. So that's that's kind of the main ones, you know, yeah. and just to kind of summarize, I mean, bodily injury, that is uh, protection for other people if you hurt them. Mm-hmm. Simple as that. Property damage liability, that is protection for you, for anyone in your car or you that damaged someone else's property. PIP, that's no fault required by law, 10000 We went over that. Um, you can purchase... Ag- Additional, we do recommend that sometimes, especially if someone has no health insurance, to mm-hmm. make sure they don't have out-of-pocket medical expenses in a wreck. Uninsured motorists, another, uh, this is probably the main one I hear that, oh, I didn't know that that was, and nobody told me, I thought I had full coverage. That protects you if you're hit by someone else who does not have coverage or not enough coverage. Comprehensive collision, that's really about your vehicle. But that's kind of the main breakdown of the standard Florida coverages when you look at a normal declaration page uh, here in our state. So, um, so anyway, I think that's some kind of real world examples. Um, you know, there's, there's obviously, you know, funky ones when you can, you know, hit an, you know, someone's property or animal and stuff, but this covers the basics of why you need these coverages. Um, really didn't get into limits because I think for everyone, that's an economic choice for them. Um, you know, obviously you can't, you know, get coverage if you can't afford it. But 
at least this kind of uh, gives you a primer on prioritizing and understanding what the coverages are. Just understand also that, you know, by Florida law, you can't, you can't purchase uninsured motorists unless you have bodily injury. Okay. okay. So if you talk to your agent and you say, hey, I want this uninsured motorist I heard about, you're going to have to have at least the same limit of bodily injury liability to protect other people as you do yourself. Okay. Just a little caveat when they uh, were to pick up the phone and call their agent. So that okay. is a quick, I know we were going fast. Um, yeah, and that's been extremely but, helpful. But it is, um, you know, it's one of those things that it's a boring topic. It's not glamorous, but... Uh, you don't know you need it until you need it. And um, right. uh, I've talked to folks that are well insured and they say they, you know, went to a seminar or learned because your agents can tell you certain things. Lawyers can tell you what goes wrong. So, right. you know, try to cover a few of those examples. So yeah, uh, that's, that, that's kind of the nuts and bolts. Of course, you can have umbrella coverages, rental reimbursement, emergency road services, lots of other things you can get. But that is the basics in Florida automobile insurance okay. in the current state. Very good. Well, speaking of when things go wrong, um, share with us a little bit about just some quick tips on, say, you are involved in a, in a motor vehicle accident. Um, what are those immediate steps that someone should take um, to protect themselves and their, their assets, their vehicle, well, all of those things? We don't get called often from the scene, but if, if we were, we typically will tell folks, call the police. Let's get it reported. Um, let's get the authorities out there. Um, obviously, you want to document everything, whether that is photographs. Uh, you want to carry your insurance card typically on you. At the same time, you know, medical treatment, uh, if you are um, hurting from the accident. Uh, we didn't get into a lot of the nuts and bolts of the PIP, but a couple of side notes since we're on this topic. With your PIP insurance through your, your carrier, you have 14 days to treat, okay. okay? If you do not treat within 14 days, you lose that $10,000 to cover your medical. So that's an important thing to know. If you are in an accident, you need to treat within 14 days. There also is the need to document emergency medical condition to make sure you get the full 10000 instead of just 2500 Don't want to get too much in the weeds, but mm -hmm. those are things to understand the importance of if you're hurt, I know it's human nature. Hey, I'll be fine. I'm going to wait this out. I'll wait a few weeks. Uh, we've had clients call a month after an accident, and they're really hurting, and they thought they were going to get better. We have to deliver the bad news that you didn't treat within a certain period of time. So you've lost some of your coverage because right. of that. So, um, you know, call the authorities, document everything, report the accident to your carrier, of course. And uh, if you're hurting, get to the doctor as quick as you can. Not only is that good from a physical standpoint, most physicians will tell you, right. but also, like I mentioned, to make sure you preserve your full rights under the policies that you have paid for. It's right. as simple as that. So, okay. And then, you know, folks always say, well, when do I call? You know, I, we do free consultations at our firm. Any of our lawyers that practice in litigation and primarily the personal injury litigation, mm -hmm. uh, we talk to folks all the time, you know, free consultations the day of, the day after an accident. We're happy to cover this with anyone in the unfortunate event that you're in an accident. You can always call Emanuel Shepard and Condon, and someone there can talk to you pretty quickly to make sure you're protecting your rights. You may not need a lawyer yet, but right. it's always good to know up front uh, what you're doing or not doing to make sure you're getting the full access to your automobile insurance. Okay. All right. Well, thank you, Shane, for sitting with me today and talking about automobile insurance in Florida. 
Um, we had so much fun on this episode. It's very practical. And one, you know, once again, it's those things that you, you wish you would have known. You wish you had those yeah. coverages. So thanks for breaking it down. Happy to be us. here. Thank you. Um, and uh, thanks for tuning in. Uh, we hope that you guys will tune in again for another episode, um, more insider advice on all of your legal needs. So thanks so much and have a great day. 